It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable, Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, Frank Sanders, downtown Phoenix, PHNX Cardinals headquarters. And gentlemen, another offensive game, no touchdown against the 31st-ranked defense. The Cardinals fall to the Seattle Seahawks 19 19- to nine, Bullbrock, where do we even begin? I mean, you begin with this offense for the second time this season. They were held out of the end zone, and it's just uh, unacceptable at this point against this defense that couldn't stop a nosebleed the entire season. And Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, all that money that they invested in this group just can't get it going, Damian Anderson. I mean, it's just, it was, it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing performance today. Watching the Cardinals today was as if we took a shot of whiskey, guys. And you know how like that oof, goes away? It never does. That, that burn. That burn. That burn. <laughs> it's just stayed around yeah. and hurt for the entire four quarters, Frank. And I mean, it was frustrating to watch, but there was some good points. The defense played well, holding another opponent but below 20 points. So there is some good. And I would like to say, Johnny, real quick, that we're going to look at this era as before D-Hop and post D-Hop. Yeah, but this team, I, I would also argue, was supposed to be carried by their offense, Frank Sanders, and it's the defense, yeah. even with you know a bunch of you know injuries and rookies playing, and the defense is getting it done, and the offense with Cliff Kingsbury, they they don't look like they're struggling. They look like the the worst uh, prepared team in the NFL. They look like they have no idea what to do every single Sunday. They kick off games. That is unacceptable. I'm not gonna paint a. I'm not gonna paint a picture that for those who are watching and, and everyone in the chat explained it explains it very well. That look, I, I can't lie to you. You you see what you see. We are who we are right now offensively, and it doesn't look good. I mean, and there's no excuses. I don't have the answers to solve all the problems. That seems like should be should be pretty simple. Yeah. Of course, we're gonna say forty five million dollars to my man, K five K one. We're gonna say well, head coach got a new uh, our offense coordinator, head coach. And Cliff Kingsbury's got a new contract, and yet there should be so much more production out of this team, and we don't see it. I like what D.A. said in regards to the fact that we're post-D-Hops, and that's in, and that in itself, or pre-D-Hops, and that in itself right now, D-Hops will solve a lot, but right now our offense looks really pathetic, and it's not good. Frank Sanders has the silver linings playbook over there, right? But look, I, I think we've rushed, this has reached a, a boiling point as far as the frustration yeah. with the, the brain trust of the Arizona Cardinals. Correct. And that includes 
quarterback Kyler Murray. He's now thrown into that because of what he, the bag he secured this offseason, $230.5 million. He's a $40 million plus a year quarterback, and you're not getting the production from your offense. You look at from top to bottom as far as empowering from Michael Bidwell, Steve Kime, to make the moves he wants to make as a general manager. You give him a five-year extension. You give Cliff Kingsbury a five-year extension. You have Steve Kime making the boneheaded move to bring back Matt Amendola, who you couldn't even rely upon in a couple instances today, to kick a field goal to where maybe you take a little pressure off of this offense to where they don't have to find paint every time they go down the field. There was a pressure on this offense today to score touchdowns, and I think that was so overbearing that they couldn't even they couldn't even operate. It's your third consecutive loss when your defense has given up 20 points or fewer. Think about that. You need three touchdowns per game at minimum to win these games, and you've lost all three. And you've looked – I mean, this was, I, I think, the worst outing of them all. I mean, the Rams game, you know, the, the, the Eagles game, you showed some life in the second half. This defense, gentlemen, I can't emphasize enough, has been awful this year. They're starting rookies. They are in a full-blown rebuild. They're they're starting Geno Smith, who didn't look good today in part, large part because of Vance Joseph and the defense. But this defense was prime for you to pick apart. And I again, DeAndre Hopkins is going to come back, and we hope we hope this team's going to be better. We don't know, but with Hollywood Brown, you traded a first-round pick for Zach Ertz. You gave a bunch of money, right? You've invested up front on the offensive line. Rondell Moore, a second-round receiver who right now has been a big disappointment. And then, of course, Kyler Murray, Damon Anderson, the $45 million elephant in the room. Not only can you not win games, you cannot score points, period. And I think something has to break. You expect more when you're given so much. And a guy like Kyler Murray, as you guys mentioned, with that price tag of $45 million a year, and we've we've seen these shootouts across the NFL with these Mm-hmm. Highly compensated quarterback, so I think people of the Valley just expect that same type of performance. Yep. I mean, he had over a hundred yards rushing today. I don't know what he ended up uh, passing, but I don't think necessary. I think that in some of the decision making, some of the progression, yes, we 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 need to see better of Kyler Murray. Obviously, the fumble, ball security, that is what it is. But Frank and I were talking about this while watching the game. I think they need to do a better job. Where we were watching side by side that KFC. Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo game, KFC, mm-hmm. but Kansas City-Buffalo <laughs> game. And I think both offensive coordinators did a great job getting their quarterbacks outside the pocket. You don't see much of that of Kyler Murray. And to me, guys, like, and I hate to, you know, I mean, and I just like to think positive about things. Like, today was bad. Today yeah. was really bad. And given that, given the expectations of how this mm-hmm. defense has played throughout the year, you expected this Cardinals offense, Bo, to go in there today, score some points, have some success, and this was that get-right game. But, I mean, if you look even back to last year when this team started off red hot, mm-hmm. what derailed that? It was the loss of D-Hop. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care what anybody says. It was the loss of D-Hop. Yeah, there were injuries. And, and yeah, sure, there's a silver lining here. I know people are pissed off, and I am too as a fan. Watching that, like, that was bad on all levels. Like, it just seemed like they didn't have an answer for anything. And, Johnny, as you mentioned – while we were watching, they look like they look pedestrian. It didn't look mm-hmm. like a team that with the top ten quarterback. It looks like a high school team. Yeah, it did, they it, they it, they, it, they it come out every week, yeah. and it's like you don't look prepared. And how many times do we have to see the same thing over and over again? When it's like, okay, Cliff, whatever it is you're doing isn't working. You yeah. you 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 are in a position every week where you are out coached, and that is a sad state of affairs for us as fans to be able to watch this product and say we don't have a chance. Pete Carroll schooled him. Up and down the field today, he embarrassed Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Pete Carroll, who can't stop a nosebleed this year, as a defensive-minded head coach, 
destroyed Cliff Kingsbury today. It was an embarrassing performance. Yeah, it was, and, and Frank was making some great points. He's, it's always fun to watch a game with Frank Sanders and DA because the insight that they provide is unmatched. And just that Cliff Kingsbury doesn't seem schematically to be putting Kyler Murray in situations to find a rhythm right. that right. he would have maybe two to three plays of a drive that would work. And you're like, okay, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep going yeah. that direction. And then he pivots for some reason like, hey, here's the, here's this play I think is going to work here. But it doesn't fit that what's going on in the game, what's, what's working and successful for the offense because it felt like each and every drive they were trying to overcome maybe a bad play call are just putting themselves in a position matched also with the the inability in the first half to even just protect Kyler Murray. So, I mean, it, it, they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. And, you know, we're at like 10 games plus. I think, DA, that's where a lot of this frustration is right now to where this this team has had so many opportunities to, to kind of buck the narrative. And they haven't done it so far. And, and people had their preconceived notions about Cliff Kingsbury right now He's fitting those those notions right now. And he hasn't done anything to make people feel comfortable about where this team is going. And, and, and DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a game changer, no doubt about it. But look, if you're handicapped at any point by your, your mm -hmm. offensive play yeah. caller, that's yeah. an issue. It's going to be an issue, it's going to be an issue, and it's going to be an issue. At least 85 to 90% of the chats just, look, we fire Cliff, fire Cliff, fire Cliff. And, I, and I'm look, there's, there's a lot of things to be said about a coach who just gave a new contract to and watch what happened last year and then come back in this year and see that you don't really see a big improvement or a massive improvement in the offense. We Would talked you say to defensively guys? Defensively we look Would I, you I say defensively? Uh, he's a, this is this is a uh, that's what I think makes this so disappointing. It'd be one thing if the Cardinals just looked terrible and got blown out 40 to nothing every week. The defense is is trying to help you win games. You are there to win okay. games. You're in a position to beat quality teams like Philadelphia last week and the Rams the week before who you can never beat. Vance Joseph, that we've been asking him at nauseum, gentlemen, lift up and elevate young players. What does he do today? Mazay Sanders, Cameron mm. Thomas, Zayvon yep. Collins, all balling out. He is holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah. Then you look on the opposite side, gentlemen, all the resources in the offseason went to the offense, and the offense, and this is what pains me the most, looks like, I mean, this is the worst Cliff has ever looked with the Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And I asked both you guys, DA and, and Frank, before the show, it's just like, is that just because now teams have three years of, of film on Cliff Kingsbury and he's not making the adjustments? Johnny, and I think that's, yeah. I mean, you have to progress and you have to do things, you know, better. Watching the show, I, I made a point to, to make write that down in my notes. Watching the show last week and listening to you guys, as other teams did, run the tight end screen, have success. We run that screen and get no yards. Get no yards. Right. But you know what's coming. They run it over and over again, and these coaches have been doing it for for some time. So it's like, where does that adjustment, where does that transition come into? Where does that growth come into? And we just haven't seen it with this Arizona Cardinals organization at, at this point. Like, there's some glimpses. Like, you see some, you know, 32-yard pass to, to Ertz, and it was like, why was it the third quarter before Ertz caught mm -hmm. a pass? Like why? Why did? How does that? Happen? Why doesn't Greg Dorch play anymore when this? There's no intermediate passing game, and he's Rondell Moore had some moments. Rondell Moore, but can't yeah. you play both of them? Like, the, like, I, can it not be one or the other? You, you can. I think that we, I keep saying it. We got to learn how teams are trying to attack us, and in pretty much the entire day, we entire of the game, you can watch that the Seattle Seahawks got wide and a wide technique, and those guys in itself, man, start doing some funny, funny, funky yeah. stuff up front. So. And <laughs> in reality, our offense has not figured that out. And, and, and the sad part about it is we're watching it. 
and it looks and it looks sad. And so yeah. hopefully these guys, man, and they'll get it together. Again, I'm with I'm I'm, I'm I want to be an optimist in the situation because right. remember I remember this. I remember our I remember yeah. I remember the Sun Devil days where our offense yeah. was terrible. We couldn't figure stuff out. Things were happening weird. They felt like the, the play calling was not what it I needed mean, to Frank be. I mean, Frank Sanders was the best receiver, <clears throat> and yet and yet we felt like we we couldn't we couldn't get nothing going. And until something happened or some breakthrough happened, it felt like we figured some things out how teams were trying to all right play go against us, and then we start with making some things happen. I'm gonna pose a question to Bo because it's been asked in the chat. I think mm-hmm. we need to address it. People saying, Willie, stop giving Cliff an out. He's a fraud. Like, I, I, we talked about this before we came on air. Like, does does Cliff, Car- Cliff Kingsbury deserve to be fired? Would Michael Bidwell fire him given how poorly the offense is? Because I think it's a, listen, we're not naive to it. Right. We're going to talk about it because th- this is the situation that's laid out in front I of mean, us. I mean, when you think back of this and you, you, you think pre-D-hop injury and suspension and then hopefully post, we're, we're talking a different brand of football. Mm-hmm. But during that time, it's been putrid football, and it's been putrid football offensively. And I, would, I would I would assume that they're going to dip below, you know, the 21 points that they were averaging with the DeAndre Hopkins, and it go under 20, and that's just not acceptable. I mean, that's that's a level of the team that Cliff Kingsbury inherited in 2018, where this team had bottomed them out. They ripped that part of the franchise encyclopedia out. They didn't even want to acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. So, but there, there's two conversations that you got to have. There's the conversation that should be happening, right? What you know, think. Uh, about this, the future of this team and and how you can't let your $46 million plus dollar quarterback develop bad habits to where he's playing himself out of the league and, and you, you've got, you're stuck underneath that contract, right? Yep. But then you got to think about how this organization operates. They're not firing Cliff Kingsbury after this performance. They're just mm-hmm. not going to do it. I mean, Correct. You, no. you would think that, you know, he, his, his resume recently tell the fans why they're not going to do that. Why Michael Bidwell, given his history will not do well, that. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not first off, Offensively, who do you have in that building that's going to put you in a position yep. to succeed? I mean, you're going to have Cam Turner, who's been in lockstep with Cliff Kingsbury since he came here, right? And you have Kyler Murray. Outside of that, you know, you've got Jeff Rogers, your special teams coach. Sean. You, you, your running backs coach isn't, he's gone. Sean Remember the Kugler? incident? No, the, the, you have Sean Kugler, sure. But, right. you know, what is Sean Kugler outside of the run game and scheming that up? What's he going to provide to you offensively? I, I just don't think that. Michael Bidwell is going to be knee-jerk reactionary, and he's not going to throw away three years of, of actual data for a sample size. And as, as frustrating as everybody as frustrating as everybody is, at two and four, and, and performing as poorly as they did against mm-hmm. one of the worst defenses in the league, I, 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 I completely agree with people's frustration, but this team is not going to make a change. They're not, and I agree with that. And as, I Listen, and what does it get you at this point anyway? I, I think Vance Joseph deserves to have a look Maybe if you get to mid to late in the season and give him a couple weeks to put some game plans together. Because here's the thing. His young players are, are responding and they're resonating with his messaging, which is, I think, the biggest thing you can ask for as a, as a coach in a player relationship. And like Kyler Murray's a broken player right now. I don't think that can be disputed. He looks nothing like himself. And when that happens and you've made a commitment to said player, uh, Bo, you made a comment to me off air. It's like Kyler Murray's contract for one year is less than Cliff Kingsbury's yeah. extension. I mean, we don't know the full numbers, right? Mm-hmm. When you see nope. Matt Rule, is what his buyout was, 40-plus million, and you got to assume that Cliff would be able to find himself a job after this, maybe collegiately or maybe as an offensive coordinator, which would maybe ease that buyout. But you're paying Kyler Murray, on average, $46 million per season. You should One season of Kyler, 
is worth buying out a, a coach. You've already bought out Steve Wilkes before after one year. Like if if we reach that, if we reach where this team just can't compete offensively as it hasn't so far through six games of the season, if this continues, then I don't think you have any any wiggle room here. I mean, you you can't continue to do that. It's the definition of insanity. Uh, but right now, I mean, w- what's the solution? I mean, how, how did the Cardinals dig themselves out of this? As we start to, we, we've identified where there's some major problems with the play calling, with the execution. What are the solutions for this team? Realistic solutions, because I don't think Michael Bidwell is going to be having instituting a new play caller on Monday for Thursday Night Football. It ain't happening. No. Well, and we want to have a chance to get Kyler Murray's stats up and where they want to be. And you can bet on his stats right now using the Underdog Fantasy app. It's one of our favorite apps. We use it on the reg. We used it today. I thought Kyler Murray was going to go off. So my bet, it's not worth looking at, but you can try it for yourself. You can search in the App Store. Click on the link in the show notes. Sign up with promo code PHNX. Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX and get in on the action today. Yeah, we were uh, the, that underdog fantasy. We're having some funs with that, uh, but we also have a great time at Four Peaks each and every week. It seems like we've got another event there. We've got some great stuff in the works. We just had our Sun Devil hockey event on Friday. Just an absolute electric atmosphere that uh, parlayed into a dub at the new Mullet Arena. And we want to do some other events like that. Keep it uh, yes. locked here to PHNX Sports. Subscribe to us if you haven't done so already course uh check out four peaks stay tuned for more information gotta be 21 years or older enjoy it responsibly Guys, oh, you, i gotta, go I gotta throw this out because I, I i understand where the frustration and pain is coming from like as a fan like i get it like it was reminiscent of that first round playoff loss against the rams like that's what today felt like however as a former player i look at look at it and frank you know as well as i do anytime that you got two backups in there on the offensive line, like there's context to everything. They couldn't run their same plays. I mean, they're running the draw, and you know Benjamin is getting tripped up by Sean Harlow in the backfield. So I think, and we saw every time that they tried to pass, that there was multiple pressure on Kyler. And I think that everyone wants to jump the boat due to the fact of the lack of success over over these past six games. And absolutely, I get it. But to Bo's point, the Cardinals aren't going to make any any brass decisions why because they're financially invested two who's going to run this offense and three what would you, what what does it look like moving forward i want to get to a super chat and i totally agree da uh mr grim thank you for your 10 bucks my man have we watched more worst cardinal games ever in the kyler cliff era than any other time before i mean we're getting there i, I would say steve wilkes is here we gave him a run for his money also frank super chat maybe we wing it like kyler called the plays but I mean, back to DA's point, Frank, like what do you do offensively to get this up started and jump started? If you're not going to use Cliff Kingsbury, and I see a lot of people before this week even said, well, take play calling away from Cliff, just let him be like the CEO-esque. Like that's not working either. And his job was to come here and do one thing, that's develop and elevate Kyler Murray, and he is failing him right now. You don't you don't take the play calling away from him. You, you allow him what he's supposed to do. What you said before, you he'd been taking the script and running these first 12 and 15 plays as if this has been the mantra of understanding how teams are playing against him. Well, he need to take the he need to take an I and I self-check and reflect on the last five games and say, this is how our team teams are attacking us. Yeah. And what works for us. And the two tight end system teams seems to work. 
and opens up some it opens up a different kind of different kind of playing game. The RPO works, and that that works for us. So he has to go back and look at look at the percentage of the plays that do work. Running the ball, passing the ball, what think they're sets. Doing that, Frank. You I, think, I think they're doing it, but the crazy I know we're doing it. That's the part. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm saying it for you guys. I think that I know for a fact they're doing it. But the sad part about it is the manifestation of what's like taking it, place. It, it doesn't look like it. it and that's the crazy like part. It. Right? it looks like they have no idea yeah. what's taking place. Watch. We study film. We go back and watch four four games. They have scout teams. Yeah. They have scout. They have players well, that, John's that point. They got go three scout. years on and they, clip. And they have three years on clip. But the idea is that what is the, the most important part is I've been saying this here. Kyler Murray needs to understand how teams are attacking him. The front four. There's That's what he needs to understand. And so if we want him to run and get out of the pocket and do all the extra stuff he needs to do, he needs to understand that. I understand what I understand what they're doing to him defensive-wise in the secondary. Why isn't Hollywood Brown looking good? Because they're double-teaming him. What defensive guy wouldn't know to do that because that's what you're supposed to do. But when you really look at it and say, this is the number one guy they want to throw the ball to, he's the hot target right now. So we got to double-team him, take him out, and then make Kyler win with everybody else. Well, Rondell Moore you can't trust. And nobody else on the team will stand out to be the, the guys you need to be. That's just schematically what defensive teams do. I see to teams find that with play. less talent offensively score more points. I, I just I can't blame it on talent. I'm I'm past that. It's not, point. and it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying talent. I agree with you scheme wise. That's why we go back and say, hey, the two tight end system works. We offset guys. We go two receivers instead you of four. You have a second round tight end. You're not even using. And, I mean, and, just... and, and there's your answer. It's a joke. And there's your answer. We want to get to super chat. Emma, would you mind bringing that up again? Uh, let me see if I CSA Alarcon dollar uh, ninety nine super chat. Thank you for that. Well, listen, uh, Cardinals played a great game defensively. We don't want to yeah. underscore uh, or undersell what they did. Vance Joseph and company keeping it real and keeping this team in game so you can at least watch it for four quarters. And the king of the game, the DraftKings king of the game for the Arizona Cardinals. How about this, Zayvon uh, Collins? Uh, two sacks, nine tackles, a pass defended. Thank you for coming to play. That's right. Thank you, Zavin, for kicking ass today. Geno Smith never looked really comfortable. The Cardinals held Seattle under 20 points. And young Zavin, I mean, he's calling the defense. He looks fantastic. He looks bold, Brock. Every bit of the player you thought you were getting from Tulsa. Yeah, he did. He made. He was. He was one of the guys that was out there balling out today. And I don't know if they. They probably don't get music in the post game locker room after a performance like this. But he gets the ox cord. Probably put on some Garth Brooks or something like that. Everybody hates that he's got the country music fired up, but Zayvon deserves it because that's him though. He's he was country. he was the guy. He was yeah, yeah. Tulsa boy. But guys, talk, but also I don't know I don't know if you you got to see it, but his ability to play with Gardick going down, his ability to play outside that edge defensive mm-hmm. end type position and dropping some coverages. So I mean that's even kudos to the fact we're that watching our young guy grow. Jo- yeah, yeah, Vance Joseph. Yeah, his ability to do that, to call those plays, to to drop in coverage, to to use that position versatility of a guy like Zayvon Collins, and it's just unfortunate that it was overshadowed by the poor performance of the offense. I mean, all all, all respect in the world to that defense and how they played to play this game, Frank. I know that you know it's difficult as shit. We and they get checks as well, but for him to have that game that he did, it it, it was we it lost was today, but defensively we didn't lose because our our defense gave us as John has been saying eloquently continuous amount of times for our offense to go out and do something make something happen. They scored a touchdown. And, and, the special team scored team, the yeah. only touchdown of the game. Yeah. Look, and but you have to watch. Everybody was eating. Our defense is giving out, uh, giving us a chance. Offensively, it's it. we're just not doing our part. And hopefully we can figure that out and, and move in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, the defense is the complete polar opposite 
going in the other end of the direction, other direction than the offense. I mean, it's trending up. I mean, it's playing at a very high level right now. And a big credit to Vance Joseph. And you look who he's, he's empowering, who he's putting in situations to succeed. It's it's all Steve Kime draft picks, too. It's like it's the complete opposite of what's, what's happening with, with Cliff Kingsbury on the offensive mm-hmm. side of the football. You got a fourth and one, and Trey McBride is jumping. You got Rondell Moore getting negative plays on the offensive side of the football. Two of the biggest high-profile draft picks on that side of the football, and Cliff isn't getting them in positions for success. But then you have Vance Joseph calling on Majay Sanders, who gets a sack today. Cam Thomas Cam gets Thomas. a sack today. Zayvon Collins, he notches two sacks today. I mean, just the absolute just tip of the cap to Vance Joseph, a guy who ate a lot of crap early in the season because Correct. he ran up against one of the more jug- the, the, the biggest offenses in the league and, and Patrick Mahomes right out of the gate and Andy Reid, who's an absolute wagon with time to prepare, and we wanted to send Vance packing. That would have been an absolute disaster. But, you know, Cliff has got to write his own ship just like Vance Joseph did, and there's just no signs of that so far with the offense. It just isn't, you know, we, we need the savior, D-Hop. And, and are we putting too much pressure on the 30-year-old wide receiver to come off a six-game suspension and in the injury Absolutely not. last season? Absolutely not. D-Hop's another, is ready to play. Another super chat. Ciesa, uh, thank you so much. $1.99, uh, 3540, 26-28 all-time Cliff Kingsbury coaching record. I'm assuming the first is at the college ranks, uh, yeah. second is at That's the pro tech. ranks, uh, and again, like Kyle Shanahan's under 500. I like I care less about. Obviously, I care about the coaching record, but like I've seen the best of Cliff Kingsbury. I feel like, and it was last year playing with Colt McCoy on the road, now coaching Pete Carroll and Kyle Shanahan. What happened to that Cliff Kingsbury? What happened to the Cliff Kingsbury that put together a fantastic game plan at home when he had COVID and was given the cues while he was they were on the road in Cleveland and beat the hell out of the Browns? It's so frustrating as we get another super chat. Thank you so much, Frankie. That's a huge one. Thank you. $20. One thing I used to appreciate about Cliff was that he would admit when he called a bad game. He's uh, to blame for a lot of what's going on, but do you think he's holding players, coaches just as accountable? Well, I mean, if... If they wanted coaching changes to his offense, he would make that decision. He doesn't need anybody else's call to fire a wide receiver coach, but he knows it's it's a reflective on him because he put that staff together. And Sean Coogler's a fantastic offensive line coach. I would say of the players specifically, mm-hmm. it's like the chicken and the egg thing with he and Kyler Murray. It's like, do you blame Kyler because he's not playing well, or do you blame Cliff because he's not elevating him? And like... That was the million-dollar question, really the $230 million question of the offseason. It's like, are you rewarding Kyler Murray, Bo Brock, because you feel like you're in a, a position where you're stuck and you have to pay him, or do you feel like he's earned this and he's got his best football in front of him? And the four of us thought the latter. We thought he was going to play his best Let, football. Let's not forget a very key variable as far as Kyler Murray's contract negotiations went, right? Who does he share an agent with? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury. Absolutely. Cliff Kingsbury was entering the final year of his deal. He wasn't going to be a lame duck coach after having three seasons of two and a half wins the next season, right? Yeah. Or more. I mean, he's gotten them to the playoffs after 2018, and he just had his, on paper, Cliff Kingsbury, very, very successful coach for the Arizona Cardinals. So he was going to cash into that, and he was going to cash in before his quarterback. So that was key here, and he did. So now Michael Bidwell has to look at that and say, okay, was that the right move? Mm -hmm. And right now, through six weeks of the season, this offense has taken a significant step back. 
and the team overall is is suffering because of it because you know Vance is doing his job Jeff Rogers his group the special teams made the biggest play of the game so far or for the Cardinals and just Cliff his offense has just been it's been missing all season long. I want to get to a comment here. Marcus says Dable is elevating uh, Jones, Daniel Jones. Well, Cliff is doing the opposite. That what Dan, Danny Dimes is doing with Dable. That's what Cliff did in 2020 with Kyler Murray. This team was six and three, and last year when this team was ten and two. But Damian, I'm gonna pose a question to you. We haven't seen this team play good offensive football since I think the Chicago game last year. I was at that game in early December. Is Cliff Kingsbury more what he is now? as an NFL head coach, or is it somewhere in between? Or do you still feel like that plus coach that was leading the NFL and coach of the year 12 games into last season is still there? And is it only a DeAndre Hopkins piece away? God, I, I like to think optimistically. I mean, what we've seen thus far is, is not good. I mean, because you still have to be able to perform not having your key components, putting guys in positions to win, matchups. You want to see all those things. And having not the biggest guys and winning those – Size matchups, Frank, guys like Rondell Moore, Hollywood Brown, you got to put them in positions to to get open. We've seen that at times, but for the most part, mm-hmm. it's been inconsistent with with Cliff. What I didn't like today is just some of the decision ma- decision making, and I think that that's a that goes with both of the the relationships, right? On third down, on fourth down, even when that fourth eleven where Kyler threw it to where where Hollywood got injured, mm-hmm. like I mean that dude was six four mm-hmm. and ran a four two. And he threw it to Hollywood. That's five ten. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, just kind of winging it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I hate to be critical because you know we played the sport, and we know what it takes. But when you see situations like that, you're just like, okay, well, if you know, if if you were on top of your, you know, if you were Tom Brady, I, I think that Tom Brady would know that that guy mm-hmm. is six four. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. And I and with forty five million dollars, you expect your quarterback to make those Tom Brady type decisions and I think that does that fall on Cliff to your point Johnny I don't know if I think it's a combination of the two I just think that to all those errors that happened those self-inflicted wounds where you saw so many drive killers today self-inflicted wounds holding you saw sacks I mean just poor performance jumping off sides as you guys mentioned and they were backed up behind the chains that's a reflection of coaching not being prepared and two you know, in in essence, a, a person not doing their job. So I think collectively, offensively, they just have to get better. Regarding the best of Cliff, hope, hope, I hopefully not, guys. I mean, it's only mm-hmm. game yeah. what, six. It is. Well, like so, hopefully not. Look, I mean, last year we saw the San Francisco 49ers. We saw this happen live, where Cliff Kingsbury and and mm-hmm. Colt McCoy went in there and kicked the shit out of the 49ers. At in ho- at home, right in, mm-hmm. at Levi Stadium, and absolutely just manhandled them, sent them to three and five. We thought they were dead in the water. We thought that season was over. The Arizona Cardinals, they've reached that point in their season now. They they have to figure it out, right? They have to win this second game in nine days against New Orleans. Uh, the, New Orleans lost a tough game, right today, yeah. right? And 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 they're trying to pick up the pieces. But the Arizona Cardinals are going to get DeAndre Hopkins back. People have been been saying and preaching, wait till D Hop gets back. Wait till D Hop mm-hmm. gets back. But you have to kind of ignore all the trends that have been happening ever since he's been gone. You know, they haven't won a game in nearly a calendar year at home. It's a home game. You know, right. are, are they going to buck the trend of, of losing eight straight at home? Is DeAndre Hopkins going to be the guy 
to elevate the offense enough to do so. I mean, I think that it's not naive. He got to be. You have to be. You don't <laughs> have any. You don't have any margin for error because no, after you know what be. happens after you play the Saints at home on Thursday night football, you go on the road to Minneapolis and you play a team that has one loss so far in the Minnesota Vikings, and you got to play the Rams again. You got to play Tough Seattle one. at home, where you, like I just said, you haven't you haven't Tough won in one. forever. It's you, you have zero margin for error. That's what you've set yourself up through six weeks. That's the problem. That's why this league is so fucking tough. Mm-hmm. The Arizona Cardinals have to buck some serious trends right now, going in the wrong direction to to start to jumpstart their season. Yeah, I mean, you just at the end of the day, I had somebody in the in the chat post this question: Where does Cliff and Kyler rank right now in the hierarchy of the mm. NFC West, coaches and quarterbacks? I mean. They're, they're, the, they're in last place in the NFC West. I think that's how you have to take them in face value. It's like everybody else, I think, is 3-3, three and three, if, if memory serves me correctly. And that's the difficult part to kind of absorb, gentlemen, is like San Francisco put all their eggs in the Trey Lance basket. He got hurt. That's an imperfect team. They're 500, right? And then you look at what the LA Rams sold their soul for a title, and that's catching back up to them. The Seahawks are in a full-blown rebuild. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals, you can make an argument, have like the the best infrastructure as it relates to everything else that's going on in the division, and they look the worst. Like they look the worst. You have Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and Steve Kime. Your big three get extended in the offseason. You are in last place in your own division, and you got to figure it out fast. And hopefully, it's on Thursday night football. And we need you guys more than ever to come out and support the Arizona Cardinals in droves on Thursday against the New Orleans Saints. As Bo mentioned, haven't won a home game, so it's the do factor. Plus, you get the return of DeAndre Hopkins. Right now on um, Game Time app, I yeah. forgot for a second. You can save up for sixty percent when you buy your tickets last minute. My dad, his buddies are coming to the game. They use Game Time app. They compared it with all the other big time ticketing vendors. Guess what? Much cheaper, much more user friendly. Check it out now. It's a great for you procrastinators out there. If you're thinking about, oh, I wanted to go to the game. I think we checked this morning, Bo Brock on the tailgate show. Tickets as low as thirty dollars for mm-hmm. the Cardinals game, and who knows? After today, it might be a little cheaper. Go and get your tickets now. Support the Arizona Cardinals. The best way you can support us at PHNX is buying your tickets through the link in the description. Producer Emmer Extraordinaire just put it in the chat. My guy Frank Sanders has a rally towel. It's way better than terrible towel. It's the OG's towel. Ter- uh, towel because OG's. If you think about the Cliff Kingsbury offense, it's going to keep you up at late at night. It's going to give you nightmares. If you do fall asleep, you're not going to stay asleep. You're going to wake up nightmares. not rested at all. You're going to Johnny's, not perform Johnny at work. Is bothered, guys. And if you have a boss that actually cares about your results, you'll probably get fired, unlike Michael Bidwell. <laughs> OGs is going to save you from that because they're changing the game with their sleep time gummy. Yeah, that's right. Finally coming to save you like D-Hop on Thursday Night Football. They're changing the game. They got the two to one THC to CBN ratio gummy. It's the Aquaberry flavor. What the hell is the CBN? You guys have no idea about that. You know about THC because you probably dabble with a little bit of weed and you've heard the THC and yeah. that's what's in the drug, right? But then you've got CBN. That's what helps you get to sleep and stay asleep. It's just a, it's a miracle. It's like K1 D Hop. That's what you want. CBN the THC. Highly recommend you check out OGs online. OGsbrands.com. That's OGsbrands.com. Check them out on IG as well. And then. Find their, lo- their products in your local dispensary. Got to be 21 years or older for OGs. We're getting more comments from the post-game presser radio hit with Cliff Kingsbury, I think through the team site, azcardinals.com. No update right now as it relates to Justin Pugh, who left the game with a knee, and of course, Hollywood Brown with an ankle. I would say, what difference is this going to make on Thursday night? But I mean, they had both players the last couple of weeks. They weren't scoring points. I mean, like something tells me Frank Sanders... They would be better off 
going run heavy like they did to start this game, utilizing two tight ends. Like I'm Cliff Kingsbury, until you can prove to us that you can have a functioning throwing passing game, you almost need to sell out for the run. You need to play field position. You need to uh, highlight the strength of this team, which is the defense, and you need to run the football. All those things that you just said are absolutely right, but you have, you have to have the confidence in these guys to go out and do that. I mean, we just lost a game, so what, what are we doing right now, DA, in the locker room? We're going through our progressions and our mentals and what happened for quarters of football. We kind of understand what happened. We didn't make the plays we need to make. I stunk. I need to go do some better stuff. Uh, Kyle is probably reflecting, and he's doing. A, he's going to have a reflecting moment like everyone else will. This week is going to be extremely fast. We're getting into a Thursday night game. Uh, these guys coming back home, traveling. So it, we're going to wash this game out of our system pretty fast and refocus. Excuse me, guys. The challenge is going to be making sure we don't make the mistakes we did to beat ourselves. We can't ask for anything else out of our defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. we probably need a new kicker because that just that just is from from a moral so sport Man. moral position of understanding. If I get into the, anywhere in a red zone area, we need to walk away with points. Mm-hmm. And right now, truthfully, we need a kicker. So that that in itself says if we don't get a kicker, we we ourselves got to score points. That's not always a good thing. So coming back off of, off off of this off of this loss, these guys are all going to look at themselves. But what's more importantly, will be the moral boost of having D Hops come back. He will be the morale booster to these guys realizing that we got a dog in the huddle. We got a dog back. If JC comes back, that might be another dog we get in the huddle. But what we realize is that mentally we'll watch this thing, come back, get ready to play, and try to re and, and, and just and just rebuild and revamp from where we're going from. Cliff's gonna hear all the conversations and and and, and he's gonna be the head coach that's gonna take the fire. I didn't do a good job. I didn't get my guys ready. You know, you can't blame Blake. And Blake it was on me, you know, don't blame Blake. He's gonna he's gonna do all that. He's gonna pull the he's gonna pull the coach. He's gonna pull the coach's move. But in reality, right now, guys, we still gotta play football. And so now we're on to the next week. When we get on that plane, it's to the next week. And that's what's gonna take place. You're gonna hear these conversations come out. And you can only expect your team to get better and rally and rally around the conversation. Yeah. We're going to Lola's to get ready. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a party mm-hmm. time. We're gonna we have an opportunity. We're gonna refresh ourselves, wash this out of our system tonight, today. And Bo, us, me, UDA, we're gonna probably gonna grab a little, little brewski, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of wow. Over the night, free this thing out, get it out of our system. Figure this thing are we out. gonna like? Are we yeah, gonna do like a twenty-four hour rule? Are we gonna do like a sacrifice? Yeah, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta do something. We have you have you have to do something. Room. Look, the fans, look, guys, look. We understand this shit hurts. It sucks. I want to go. I really want to go one hundred percent saw mode. I really want to go saw. I really want to go saw mode. I can't do it. Hey, you know what? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was down on Vance Joseph. I'm, I'm, I'm close to making him the interim coach of the Arizona Cardinals, and that that was Bro, a question that you're posing. Eli Dre, dollar ninety nine super chat. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Uh, I asked this to the group here, and I'll post it to everybody on this panel. Uh, even though we're looking ahead to next Thursday, Cliff Kingsbury presumably is still going to be the head coach, barring something unforeseen. I'll start with you, Bo Brock. What would it have to take for Michael Bidwell to go over to Vance Joseph and say you're going to steer the ship till the end of the year? Oh man! If if they got shut out in another game, another game, they're held out. This is the- nationally televised. Yeah, the eyes are on. I mean, it them. happened to Mike McCoy. It I did, mean, and they kept saying they're not going to make a move. They're not going to make a move, and then it was just a putrid performance on Thursday night. If football. Honey Badger comes into your house and you get embarrassed by Dennis Allen, who's a good defensive coach. I mean, Honey Badger, if he makes a play, he's pointing up right to the GM's box. Oh, and yeah, right sure. at, at Con. I can, I can already see that My happening. Man says, saw mode activated. Like but 100%. look, I mean, there's a lot of – I've seen this in the chat a bunch, and everybody's killing it in the chat, by the way. Yeah, thank really you. Appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, about bringing on an OC. And I was calling for that this offseason, 
And, you know, we've seen a lot more established play callers in this league mm -hmm. humble themselves, humbly take on an OC. Sean McVay's done it. Kyle Shanahan, he did it. He brought, and both of those OCs are, are head coaches now. Mike yeah. McDaniel and Kevin O'Connell there in, in Minnesota. It's just like, what the hell are we doing here? Why do we continue to make these the same mistakes? At least come somebody, somebody come in and help Cliff with the game plan. But, Bo, that was the bet. Like, that was the bet that Cliff was the offense that he's, is. He's Andy and, Reid. He yes, calls all plays. That he's the offensive guru and that it was he, a per perfect, si perfect system and the perfect quarterback. Like, everything aligned, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, has I guess the question is that we pose, throw out to the fans, us, like – has we have we seen the best of Cliff and Kyler? I, I mean, right I mean, now, that, if you're if you're hedging your bet, you would say that the ten and two start. I mean, it probably is going to be as good as it gets for a singular season. Now they could get hot, and they're banking on them getting hot because they yeah. they would tell you face have to face, to. "Well, yeah. shit, we haven't played our best football yet, yeah, so we'll get out. that figured out." And we would just we're going to integrate young players, blah blah blah. I want to get to a super chat here, Ela Dre. Thank you so much, another dollar ninety nine. Uh, Greg Torch, a.k.a. Greg Dortch, should be getting more touches. I mean, we've been at we that for that. weeks, and yeah, we've, agree we've with talked that, about I it ad nauseum. Yeah. Rondell Moore, because of his draft status, his relationship with Cliff. I mean, Greg Dortch was getting it done for this offense, and now they have no passing game. And right. so I Hold on now. They're one and two. <laughs> well, and, but it they're wasn't because he wasn't producing. He, You're, I mean, right. He, You're right. You're he was right. on pace for 1,200 yards no, for the first balling. couple weeks Respected of the season. Respected Greg Dortch. He was balling. He was. Dollar, or excuse me, 499 Super Chat. Thank you, Icon20634. Mm -hmm. uh, Vance Joseph for head coach. Why not? His D plays with a different energy than they otherwise would with a player's coach, a.k.a. a guru. I, I think that's a conversation that we need to start having midseason and on because what it would allow them to do if they fall out of this, they have not. They're, the NFC is awful. They are still very much in this. It would allow them to evaluate Vance Joseph, who did get an interview this offseason with Miami Dolphins before Michael Bidwell would inevitably have to cut bait with everybody in January and start over. And I know that they like Vance Joseph a lot. They like he, they like they they did not extend him. But they damn sure should have now based on yeah, what, I agree. how he's doing. Pugs and hugs. Thank you, brother. 499 super chat. Oh, it's not. He's, he's messing he's with He's pulling it. the wool over hey, on yeah. How dare no, you? thank you, Pugs and Hugs. That's a friend of the You should see the guy. Got him. This guy has got sat on there before. At least it wasn't, got him. It wasn't an ice swallow. Hey. <laughs> John, no. What do you got? You had to bring that, as we class 300 viewers here, you had to bring that up. Everybody real quick. That's uh, hilarious. Like, That's like this point. video here. Um, and give me, give me your, uh, give me your best spread. Like this video, and then in the chat right now, are you, are you pro firing Cliff Kingsbury or are you keeping Cliff Kingsbury? So either fire or keep in the chat right now. We want to hear from you because we're taking the pulse of the fan base here. We're not going to sit up here and have it be cookie cutter shit after what we just watched because Cardinal fans are are too smart to to know that this team is two and four and they've looked awful since at Dallas last year. For them to be able to say, hey, every week, guys, this is this is part of the plan. Something has to change. We've got pro fire cliff, fire cliff, fire cliff. I haven't seen one keep Cliff Kingsbury yet. Pugs and Hugs is at it again. Get at it. Pugs hey, and Hugs. That, that's legit. It's that's a real legit. one. Now right. it's okay. supposed to go. Pugs and Hugs, friend of Appreciate the show. You. Now a true friend. Yeah. Oh, he bought your, your friendship. He did. Yes, he has my. Pugs and Hugs has my love. No, he's always been a friend of the company. We appreciate it. Always oh, no. jumping in the, the chat. The motions are running high, guys. Yeah. Lots of, lots of fires in the fire. chat. I mean, fire, I, I think that that's probably like... Lil Dreezy says keep. Okay, Lil Dreezy's. Thank you. 
But I think that's probably like a protocol burner. why you don't Jose's, ask questions right after. Yes. <laughs> Jose's uh, pleading the fifth. He's no comment. He's not going to do it. He's abstaining. That's okay. Hi, Will Willie. Shit, man. Hire Sean Payton. Sean Payton every week's talking about the Cardinals. Like, yeah, you got to get, you got to do this with Kyler Murray's on Colin Coward show. It's like, hey, man, Sean, we would love your input, my man. And you know what? Firing Cliff Kingsbury midseason and giving Vance Joseph time, it would allow <laughs> Mr. Bidwell a couple extra months to get a head start, start making some calls. 499 Super Chat. Cliff can't coach himself out of a $10 Taco Bell box, according to Lil Dre. I Lil will, Dre. I will say this, though. When we talk about Sean Payton, we, and you got to look at, like, <clears throat> everyone in the chat knows and you guys know that I will I will say 100% that I think our offense is very dumbed down. It's it's not it's not it's not amazing. It's not yeah. It's 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 not one of those ones where you're calling plays with the you're not. If D Hopkins in there, but Philly's was very dumbed down and it was it was moving the ball down the field. But Philly, we talked about that before. Schematically, Philly's scheme seemed better than ours. Mm-hmm. They were running, they were running the same the one hit screen plays, tight yeah, end screen end, plays. Quarterback, it was runs. more effective than ours. So and then they they had quarterback runs that was on the play. That's either play calling or the scheme of their offense and how was how the the plays are set up for these guys to be effective. Remember this here. We're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback. We're talking about Andrew Brees and the time and tenure it takes. He's analytically one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best minds of a quarterback. Kyler's been in this system that's been very dumbed down. And he, and it's been a, and it's and it's about his athleticism making this system better. I feel dumb watching the Cardinal offense. <laughs> I watch the Cardinal. We're all offense. now dumber. I feel stupid watching this team because I'm like, well, no, that doesn't look right, and players are open, and are off, and our scheme looks terrible. And Cliff Kingsbury, you're at fault. This is your offense, and you can't score touchdowns in a league that's designed for offenses to score touchdowns. Bo Brock, that's the biggest problem right yeah. now. The like public enemy number one. You could say Steve Kime, and that's legitimate. You could say Kyler Murray, that's legitimate. But I, you cannot say anything other than Cliff Kingsbury right now, today is the reason this team is not winning games. I just think if you're Michael Bidwell and you're thinking in, uh, realistically in, in the terms, and I'm just trying to get in in, in his mind here yeah. as much as I can, uh, you know, realistically, how can you improve the offense right now? And it, it's not firing your guy in a short week yeah, and bringing in somebody else. It's, it's having Cliff Kingsbury elevate somebody on his staff to help him with the game planning and within the game. And, and if it's I Cam see, Turner, it, if it's Sean Coogler, I think it's too late for that. I'm, it, it might be too late, but what other options do you have? You because would have needed to bring in like a Jim Caldwell in the offseason. You would have, but we don't have, they don't have that option right now. Like Sean Payton's not walking through that they, door they, midseason. Guys, they ain't doing all that. They didn't just extend yeah. my man. Yeah. They did not just I extend mean, him to Sean, elevate somebody Sean, else. If they I get extended, his only out right now. If I get extended, his out right now is DeAndre Hopkins. Well, you got that, one that, week. What, that's what turned out. around? What turned around that's the Niners out. last season? They, they Kyle found Shanahan out. looked to Mike McDaniel and said, "Hey, let's 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 go with what you think is going to work for this thing." He empowered oh. Mike McDaniel, and they they started using Debo Samuel and using the guys that were going to make positive plays for them as much as possible, and and that turned helped turn things around. Yeah. Right? But, I, the, but the, the system got simpler. It, yes. it, it was about get the ball to your playmakers. And a high level, what everyone like you know can what see. we're doing, right? You know, you know exactly, but you, you can't know stop what we're it. doing. We have a great defense, and we can run the football. And so that, and I think that's we talk about this. We're watching the film, and like, hey man, if, we, if we're getting our two tight end set, two receivers, and we run the RPO option, we give ourselves a chance to kind of not just be stagnant in in a in a pass formation where teams can just get wide and they can just the D line can just stop the run on the, stop the run on the way to the pass. Right. Then we give ourselves a little, a little bit of trickery or just some 
there's some hesitation on our defense players. All you need is a little hesitation of a, on, on on the other side of the ball of a defensive guy, it, it's, and, and it makes look, a difference. I like that because I'm, I'm first and second down. You see positive plays from this team, right? And then Cliff is like, "Hey, if there's somebody next to Cliff, and he's like, I'm gonna dial up a play for Rondell Moore right now." <laughs> and, and he's like, "Hey, hey, 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 guys, 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 no, he's like, guys, give me the stick, bro. Guys, give me the stick. Guys, I got this. Let's, guys, let's I got the play. Going. I got the play. The reverse." <laughs> Dylan, Dylan in the chat asked, <laughs> do we feel like, truthfully, if, if this team is going to turn it around? And I would say everybody on this panel thinks that they have the talent to. Absolutely. And that's the most frustrating part. They do. They are so much more talented than the flipping Seattle Seahawks today. The Seahawks are in full-blown rebuild. They're starting a bunch of rookies. They have no business playing with the Cardinals. And that's why I just – if Cliff Kingsbury turns it around, the team will turn it around. It is on Cliff Kingsbury. But to the point of, like, the extension piece being an excuse, like, shit – if I got extended here at PHNX and I just started flaking out, not showing up, you would just have to admit that extension was a mistake. We are firing Johnny Venerable. That's mm-hmm. the. That's, that's, but we gonna check you though, Johnny. Like I swear, like I, I'm gonna check. If you. I miss three shows, I remember when you didn't have no like Johnny. Didn't know they were like Johnny. Did you read, no did you read that contract? <laughs> Did you read that contract? Yeah, that's I, right there, I don't have to check him. That's bridge. there's a check. difference between no one can check. No one can check Cliff. I will check you because I remember we didn't have no bread. I, now you got the bag. No. I gotta check you now because I know oh, we're you fine. Know. We're doing fine. You come I, here with shades on and you like you got you get your button down shirt. There's talking a difference third between yeah, third there's person. a difference. Johnny don't hear this shit. And we talked about we talked about it. There's a difference between underperforming this year when they were projected to be a playoff team seven and ten when you can't score touchdowns. You are not only underperforming, you become the, the laughing stock of the NFL offensively. And everybody is taking your That's first correct. half statistics and saying, this is what got Steve Wilkes fired and Mike McCoy fired. They were historically bad. And, and it's compounded by the fact that you are ruining the, the progress and the development of an already, I would say, sensitive commodity, a quarterback that needs to be coached a certain way. What you're selling to him is, is not working. So that is the common denominator. There's a difference between oh, the regression of the quarterback. That that's, that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a sensitive issue with Kyler. Mm-hmm. And if you're not re- because biggest reason I think he was extended is he resonates with Kyler. Mm-hmm. They have a great relationship. They have the same agent. Shit, Cliff, if that's not working, what would you say you do here? What, what are we <laughs> right, keeping right. you around for? Right. You can't score points. Kyler and you are, are not seeing eye to eye. The offense is, is, is doing nothing. You are single-handedly losing us games. I'm sorry, like that. We're not having this. Con- we're not having this conversation today or tomorrow, or the next day. But three, four weeks from now, if this team, the clock is on. I, I believe we are a month out. The clock is ticking. You have to start producing offensively, Hopkins or not. I need to see huge improvements for me to believe that he's going to be the coach of this team next year. Huge improvements. What's the number? What I mean, they're stuck on two wins right now. They're two and four. You know, the, the schedule was supposed to be – this was going to be a When's bye week? They, well, the bye week is – 13. Yeah, it's a long like way away. 13, I mean, you got a, you got a trip to Mexico City and back before you got a bye week. It's like you, week and you got you got a short week against the, the Saints. You got the, on the road against the Vikings. And then you've got another game against Seattle at home. You've got the Rams. You've got the Niners who are physical. And then you got Justin Herbert and the Chargers before you get that week off. Mm-hmm. you got to turn around. I mean – if we're looking at a, the bye week, would be if you're doing a mid in season move, hit us with it. What are we looking at? How many games What's before the, the bye week? I mean, if if it's week, if it's after it's week twelve, week I mean, it's going to be 12, 12 weeks into it. If you're if you're so two and eight, weeks, six more weeks, he's gone probably. I would say if you're two and eight and you hit that bye week, I think I, I think I think three and seven, he's fired. If the offense looks like this, 
Three and seven. You could beat Seattle at home. I think they'll have a good chance to do that. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate you, my guy. $5 super chat. We beat you. I, I think three and seven and the offense looks worse or the same, you you have to fire Cliff. If the offense is showing improvement, like, and the defense stumbles along and you're you're in shootouts with the Vikings and the Chargers and you're going back and forth against good quarter. We did the analysis, gentlemen, before this game, and we thought this team, and we still do, has a chance to string off some victories because they have the quarterback advantage. Mm-hmm. That has to mean something in the NFL. That, you have right. a better quarterback right. than three-fourths of the team you play. And if that is not your equalizer, because what did Ron Rivera just say the other day? Why are teams winning and he's not? Well, the quarterback play. If the quarterback is the end-all be-all, and we all believe it is, and you still can't win games, and you're losing games to you know, 10, 15 to 20, 30th ranked quarterbacks in the NFL, that's when if you're Cliff Kingsbury, like I, I can't help you. I can't yeah. you're three and seven, two and eight, and you're losing the guys you have no business losing to. You get swept by fucking Geno Smith, you get fired. I'm sorry. You can't that can't that's inexcusable. Well, I think that, I mean, similar like body type position, like you see what Baltimore does, like with their quarterback and Lamar Jackson. And I would say that's this probably similar comp to Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. wouldn't you guys say? Mm-hmm. So when you see the success that they he tried had, that today, though, they tried to no, run. And not, he, that not, was success. He had the 42 yarder. That, that was successful. But you did have those self-inflicted wounds. And I don't think that this team has an identity right now. And I will continue to beat this drum that I do feel as though that D hops is the emotional leader by play and by personality. And I think that there will be a change, but I think that that is the test, Johnny. I think Bo Frank, I think that is the test of with D hop. If this offense continues to sputter, that's when my, I could see Michael or Steve making some decisions, but they were going to give him an opportunity to be cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray with D hop. So what I see schematically wise is when we see D hop hit the field, and we keep him on the left side. Of course, we know that without a doubt he's going to get double teamed because he's going to be a, he's going to be a hot piece. But it's going to open up Hollywood Brown on the right side. I don't know what Hollywood's injury looks like. Well, Bo's got an update right now. Thank yeah, you. this is per Adam Schefter just tweeted it out that Marquise Brown had left Sunday's game with a foot injury. That fourth down pick was spotted after the game in a walking boot. He told reporters that the initial X-rays were negative. Very good news. He's going to undergo further testing on Monday. Now, that's positive news, but it's not positive yeah. on a short week. You know, the, the the dream of seeing Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins took a serious hit there in the fourth quarter for the Arizona Cardinals. Max with the 499 Super Chat. We appreciate you, my guy. So we continue the conversation here. And appreciate listen, you, I, it's, it's a tenfold. You lose your game with the Arizona Cardinals, and you also lose on DraftKings. It hurts my heart. Everybody told me this week, don't put the Cardinals in your parlays. Johnny and I did. And I thought they were going to win, as did many of you, and they didn't. But the good news is you want to rally. You want to gamble through it. That's what I'm going to do. New customers can bet just $5. Any NFL team to win, get $200 back in free bets if they do. And guess what, friends? If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with Step Up. Same game parlays right now for every leg you add. You can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts even bigger than ever. Why would you bet on football anywhere else? You wouldn't. And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on the Step Up same game parlays once per game day all season long. So you can do it today, tomorrow, Next Thursday against the Saints. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX only on DraftKings. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. And again, the team is down right now. We are not down. You can check out some of the hottest merch in the Valley as it relates to PHNX. PHNX Cardinals. Go to the PHNX Merchandise Locker now. Check out this Hollywood Hills sign atop Camelback. It is fire just as the touchdown celebratory shirt. We've got those 
ready to go, limited in stock. So go grab them when you can. Become a member at gophnx.com. Just under 60 bucks for the entire year. You can cop a free T-shirt. Check out our guy Howard Balzer's work mm-hmm. using that promo code Howard. Howard. It is it is a tough time, but we're going to stay positive here. I want everybody to go through this this panel we have here, PHNX Cardinals, my PHNX brethren. Give me one positive that you saw from today's game, Bo Brock. Zayvon Collins. I mean, mm-hmm. he was our king of the game, our, our draft king's king of the game. Nine total tackles, two sacks. He had that pass defense. He looked like a 16th overall pick in the first round. I know I stole a couple of your guys, but there were a couple other positives probably on that defensive side of the ball. I would assume. Absolutely, Bo. And I'm going to go with just because you picked Zavin, I want to be different. I'm going to go with Junkyard Dog. I mean, just seeing him getting the TFO, that was nice, getting him get so. sacks. He showed up today, and it was mm-hmm. good to see. And maybe it's him getting healthy, getting over that that foot injury that he had or toe injury. But I, I like Junk JYD and Marcus Golden. Look, Sean, I'm always locked in with the tattoo. I got the K2 tattoo. I'm not I'm not screaming fire at home that yet. Arm around, I still got it. I got the D's <laughs> five and I got the K2 tattoo. I'm not sold on that. We did it here on PHNX back in the days. And my man, he pulled a rabbit out of his hat. I think he still has some more rabbits. He's got he's got a he's got a magician in my boy K1. So that's that's the a lot of stuff that's positive about our offense. But I will say this here, our D line was special today. I'm yep. not I look just our D line got after the quarterback. Um, and that was nice to see. We we had a couple of holes, a couple of things popped on us, but in reality, our D line kept us in the game. They made some special plays. teams. How about they special teams sa- too? Looks special. Ban- teams. Chris Banjo. Chris Banjo should have never been allowed to leave. My uh, bad, my bad, Johnny. I don't know if I took. That. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was going, yeah. uh, here's what Chris I'm gonna Bans. say. We've been ripping on Devon Kennard on this show for about six weeks now. The Cardinals cut him yesterday. We wish Devon. He was tweeting nice things about the team. Yeah, he's gonna be a huge success outside of football. Kudos to you, Devon. Yeah. But he wasn't getting it done on the field. And the Cardinals made the right decision today, probably a week or two too mm. late. And they went with two rookies at outside linebacker, Maze Sanders, Cameron Thomas, both getting sacks. Now, I know it was Geno Smith. They're playing tackles at rookie or rookie tackles. I don't care. I want to see those two, along with Marcus Golden, get the ample playing time the rest of the season, thrust them in there. I'm very excited with what I see because, again, I'm not thinking down the line, but I, I'm thinking about pieces of this team that are on the upward trajectory that are young. Byron Murphy was fantastic again today. Marco Wilson could have had a pick in the end zone. I We're at the point now, it's, it's frustrating because I look up and down the roster and I'm like, there is nobody not playing outside of Trey McBride that I I think should be playing. And it's that the talent is there. Oh, the yeah. offensive yeah. talent, the defensive talent, everybody I want to see is playing, Bo Brock. Two and, catches, 34 yards, DK Metcalf. His yeah. first catch was in the fourth quarter. Tyler Lockett, two catches, 17 yards. I mean... If you, I would have said, sign me up yesterday for that. Without a doubt. You couldn't capitalize on it because your offense was a no-show. It's frustrating. I know it's frustrated for RU. We appreciate all the comments. We want to remind you, our DraftKings, king of the game today, you guys mentioned it. It's linebacker Zayvon Collins, the 16th overall pick, nine tackles, two, two sacks, stud. I just, I can't wait to the end of the year, whatever this team's record is, whether they're in the playoffs or not. And I can look and see 25 had a damn good year. He was a great first-round pick. He's kicking ass. You know, I, everybody got on him last year, including myself. Could his game translate from Tulsa? That Those are positives that you can take away with this team. We need to see the youth take over. It needs to be a youth movement for this team. And uh, I, think, I think better days are ahead, gentlemen. Don't you think so? Yeah, it starts Thursday, right? We'll, we'll see. What do you guys want to hear from the team in the short week leading up to this game that's going to give you maybe – help you buy back in in the in the slightest amount because i know that we're we've heard enough we throughout the preseason 
to you know the, the six game start. What 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 do you want to hear from this team to hear that they're accountable, that things are going to change, especially on the offensive side of the football? We're tired of getting our ass kicked, without yeah. a doubt. We're tired of getting our ass kicked. We're tired of the, the lackluster performance. But at the end of the day, these guys got these guys got to say themselves, which is the most important part about any game plan, especially in the NFL, is we got a game plan this week. Yeah. And we're going to bring it to the ass. Like last year, Kyler said that one time. And then the second time he said it, they bragged about it when he was going to L.A. to play the Rams and got our ass kicked. The first time he said it was the best game plan we've ever had, and that was the first time we played the Rams, and we walked away with a win. Mm. That's the best game plan we've ever had, I've ever had. And so I think that would be more important for me to hear is when they say, when we look at our X's and O's, we put, we put our X's versus their O's, we about to whoop their ass. And so to me, when you hear that kind of conversation, and it's, it's kind of one of those, might be one of those internal things that you see or you hear, and to me, I think that to me, my man will feel like, I feel like we got a game plan that's out there. We're ready to go play and beat up on some people. Bo, they shouldn't say anything. Shut the fuck up. Talk, <laughs> you know how they say, don't talk about it, be about it. 100%. And their, their actions will dictate who they are. Because I think as a fan, as a fans, we, we get it. We got enough instant gratification. We got Instagram, we got everything. The Cardinals play will dictate their support by their fans. And they know what real is. They know what success looks like. They've seen this offense be high-powered. Kyler Murray be electric. DeAndre Hopkins be special. We've seen guys make plays, and we're yet to see that. That's, what, that's what's that's what been ingrained as a Cardinal fan throughout the Cliff Kingsbury era, Kyler Murray era. You've come to expect greatness offensively, and that hasn't happened yet. And I think the only thing that, that can change that as a Cardinals fan, as a Cardinals supporter – is offensive production. Not yeah. Nothing that needs to be said. It's just going out there, matriculating the ball down the field, making some spark plays. And like what we talked about, Bo, coming into the season, those signature moments. Right mm -hmm. now, the Arizona Cardinals need a signature win. Yep. Yeah, I, I would just say um, we're a defensive team right now. This is a defensive <laughs> team. And, and we and are. That's okay, though. And that is okay. That's yeah. okay. We're going to set the tone with our defense, and we're going to play field position. We're going to run the ball. And Cliff Kingsbury, your throwing privileges have been removed. This is a field position team that needs to run the football, limit turnovers, and allow yourself to be advantageous with special teams. Now, we got quotes from Cliff Kingsbury, I think from Josh Weinfuss of ESPN, saying that if Matt Prater can't go on Thursday, he is not sure if Matt Amendola, please God, will be his kicker. So we could see a new kicker this week. We don't know. Mm -hmm. X-rays to be determined on Justin Pugh's right knee. So we'll see. But you that, know what? That's you're, a nice way of saying you're fired. Man. Yeah. yeah. You're, well, we thought that last week. And then Justin <laughs> Pugh, your video was fantastic. I still think that your video was a big reason why Manandova st stuck around. I'm sorry then. <laughs> but guys, but, but but we go back to coaching and decision making. Is it when they give them a, when it's fourth and one or fourth and four, do you give them a shot earlier on? So you develop I like going for it on fourth down because I, 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 but you don't like it when they don't get it. Yeah. But I, I, Cliff's play calling, I mean, he didn't make Rondell Moore drop that pass. And I, I do think that this defense is so bad. If you can't score touchdowns against them, like, what are field goals going to do? I know that it would have been closer, but the, the Cardinals, they should have scored touchdowns against this team. And you got to get right at some point. This was a get right game. It was. It and was. They, and they got it wrong. You got it, it dead wrong, Cliff wasn't. Kingsbury. <laughs> but we didn't hear PHNX Cardinals like this video. Straight bangers. Please, please, please. <laughs> 
Subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Guess what, guys? We do this every single day. We got a podcast coming on the reg. We are back this week. Guess what? Hopkins returns tomorrow. Maybe all is right in the world. We we sure as hell hope so. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Check us out at gophnx.com. And more for Frank Sanders, Damian Anderson, Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable, live from the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. We're back tomorrow, game week, against the Saints at home at the Lola next Thursday. Be there. We will be. See you soon.